I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Welcome back to Trescout Bro, episode 31, baby! Man, we got the studio alive today. We're outside, the sun is setting, um, the night lights are on. It's a good vibe. Uh, today we got Brent Stong and Caleb Helmthal is back. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for this and some fun times. Um, so Brent, I mean, dude, you have been on the college campus for the last like I don't know eight years of your life. Yeah. I guess all together. Right. Yeah. Okay, eight years. So. I mean, you almost were going to the MLB, right? Right? No. Is that true? <laughs> no, but no. No? Just I think that, foot, no. I I think you're being humble. I well I'm not being humble. I I'm realizing even more and more it's just like to make it to the major leagues is insanely impressive. So I mean it's like starting pitchers are throwing upper nineties consistently. It's just and it's incredible what they're doing nowadays. And so but um but I had a chance yeah. I could have I turned down being drafted out of high school and then I turned down being drafted out of college as yeah. well. So I whatever you want to take from that is I was a draft prospect. Yeah. So which is pretty it cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean it is pretty neat to be able to look back and say like, man, I actually was pretty good at baseball. Like, yeah. That is pretty neat <laughs> that God gave me that opportunity and yeah. so that it led me to Bradley and Yeah. So it's yeah. cool. It's cool. It is cool. And I mean I was running past Eleanor Westland the other day and the, the baseball team was out practicing and it really just blew me away of like they're catching these balls like so close to their face they're, they're going so fast and it's just like you know it's definitely pretty it's, crazy it's such a unique when you really think about it it's a unique skill yeah so yeah it's fun and then so that brought you after that what happened um after so, college yeah well I mean even that's so that's what brought me to college and that's where I became a Christian uh huh and then um, I went, I, uh, took a job with Campus Outreach, and so I've been working, I had been working with them for about the past four and a half-ish years, and, uh, I worked at Bradley for a year after I graduated, and then I moved over to Illinois State, and that's where I met you my first year here, and your first <laughs> year, so, yeah. and now look at us, we're both graduated from that's crazy. ISU, yeah. in a way, so, you yeah. have graduated, I have pseudo graduated. Yeah, graduated <laughs> so, twice. And, that's right. Yeah, so I mean that's cool. I mean it, it really is kind of cool just to watch how that's changed and how you came to Christ at Bradley and yeah, I mean it is neat. So if you had to pick like a flavor of gum, like you know to chew before a game, what would you go with? Oh well, you'd have to go with Big League Chew. It's big oh, League Chew yeah. and like the <laughs> you'd either do like the grape. Uh -huh. Or the, I don't remember if it was like Sour Apple yeah, or something. Sour Apple, yeah. Sour Apple. Uh -huh. That was so good. The bubble, just the original bubble gum was oh, good yeah. too. that's good. But that was, that was always so fun. I mean, uh -huh. never did, I never did that in college or anything, yeah. but growing up, I mean, that was so fun. Whenever <laughs> you had a big league chew, you're like, yeah. ah, give me that! And so, just full of sugar, and then you give it to a bunch of little kids. Yeah, know. it lasts for a little bit, and that's it's gone. Right. No, that's I didn't right. know if the stigma was true with like, you know, baseball and gum and <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's true. Gum and chewing tobacco is definitely part yeah. of the culture. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. If you've ever, if you've ever seen Major League, 
he takes it was, it's real chewing tobacco uh-huh. so it doesn't have just all the crap put into it but he in major league he takes bubble gum and wraps it around this thing oh no and, and then he it was just like ugh, that is disgusting and so, That's so nasty. but yeah dang but so yeah it's very much part of the baseball culture yeah and so but yeah not a not the best yeah say. So, <laughs> that's yeah. funny alright and so uh, backtracking we're talking about scripture memory today mm-hmm. and so this is something very close to your heart I know um, I, I mean I would say from I maybe you don't talk about it but I know that you yeah care about it yeah I was well, that true yeah okay. yeah definitely and so um, yeah I, I mean I don't think I talk about it a lot no just, you don't but I um I think it's just something I the when I became a Christian, the guys who were really influential in me becoming a Christian, they did a lot of scripture memory. And I remember uh when his name is Stephen Lawrence, he we were at one of my first discipleship groups ever. I had no idea what a discipleship group was. I didn't and so we were there but he was showing us his scripture memory box to show yeah. us like, hey, this to memorize scripture is a really good thing and um i just remember he had like just a enormous amount of uh three by five index cards with verses on them and it i think it was my friend jaron who pulled them out of the hat it was like pulled them out of the hat pulled them out of the box yeah and he's just like all right steve what's this one and he'd be like uh and then he'd recite it yeah he would take him a second then he'd do it and it was just like man that is really cool and then um kenny hayes who's Mm -hmm. uh starting campus outreach up in michigan he said while he was in college he memorized over a thousand verses and so yeah so really cool and so it it wasn't i don't think it was a competing thing that drove me to want to do it it was more so like man these guys have done it and i've seen just who they are as people they're really influential i kind of want to just do what they're doing and so I, yeah. that's kind of how I started out doing it, but um, it really—I mean—that's been one of the bigger ways that I've even just spent time meditating on God's word yeah. is through scripture memory. And so, yeah, um, yeah. So it's become—I haven't done it. I've tried to do the Bible and. We were gonna do it in three months, but I'm not, it's now <laughs> ninety now. days. Yeah, it was ninety days, and it's now. Yeah, we started like mid January, and yeah. it's now mid May. Mm-hmm. I'm getting closer to done with the uh, really? New Testament, so okay. That's so good. I'm still moving pretty good. But, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in like uh, Proverbs, so I'm like <laughs> okay, the one year. Yeah, but, you. Oh yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. moving along well then. Yeah. So. I I just finished Amos. Okay. So. It's it takes some diligent reading it does. to do it. That's <laughs> it crazy. Yeah, and so I think what you said about scripture memory is really true. Just in the way it adds like depth to what you're reading, and it's it's not about the actual discipline itself. It's just a means to get it in you, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I would think is it's the like I mean they're just passages not necessarily about memorizing scripture, but just like John seventeen seventeen, Jesus is praying and he says like father sanctify them in the truth your word is truth and psalm 119 11 is just like how can a how does a or like i've stored up your word in my heart that i might not sin against you and yeah psalm one i was thinking of psalm 119 yeah. 9 
how does a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to yeah. your word. And so they're Huge. just, they're like, he, you can see throughout the Bible, like the Bible is admonishing people to know his word. Um, Jeremiah fifteen sixteen was another one that was like one of the first ones I memorized. And it just says like, your words were found, I ate them and they became my heart's delight. And so it was just kind of like the, the, the consuming of God's word is through scripture memory is really it's just like you are sitting and when you're having to memorize you're making your brain think about what you're reading and um and so and that it was nice because so much of that has come from uh things that i was either going through or learning about and i wanted to commit them to memory because i could just see later on how it would be so helpful to be able to fall back upon And, and Sure, I could go back and, you know, give it a Google search, like, hey, what's this reference? But um, I just didn't want to have to re- rely on, you know, Google yeah. searches. Like, man, I can commit this to memory. I've memorized things yeah. before, you know? So. Yeah. Um, huh. So, and that's, so that's been sweet. And I think, yeah, just the, it really has, because we just, I, I don't even, it may be I'm just repeating this from somebody, yeah. but. And I just find it really hard to sit and meditate. I don't think we have a very much of a meditation culture yeah, anymore. Yeah, for I'm sure. sure. I'm sure in like ages past, I really don't know much about history. <laughs> sit but back I'm sure, in the right. back pasture and yeah. meditate. <laughs> right. Like, it seems like, you I mean, you think about like David, it's probably like he probably actually knew how to sit and meditate. And, mm-hmm. But and it's like, I just don't know if we really know how to do it well. But this is something that makes me slow down kind of just mull over God's word Mm. over and over and so yeah 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 Yeah. I heard someone say it once like meditation is like a Jolly Rancher you put it in your mouth and you like feel it on one side you move it around and you're kind of just testing it in different areas like what is it like when it's this and you're just repeating it to yourself and Mm -hmm. it comes up in your mind and I think the people who memorize a lot of scripture won't tell you they memorize a lot of scripture. Mm-hmm. You'll just kind of know by the way that it just comes out of them. Like, you know, it's like, I mean, Spurgeon, mm-hmm. they said he bled Bible. Like, it yeah. literally was just like a part of him. Yeah. Um, and I think, that's cool. yeah, it is, it's a cool thing to think about. It's like, dude, that, that, that's kind of something I want to mark myself, my life with. Yeah. And I think, I remember coming to college, similar experience, and I uh, walked into Stefan Souter's basement, and there's a stack of cards right there. And, I, I mean, I just looked at that. I knew, I was like, oh, yeah, scripture memory. Like, someone actually, like, does that. And then I just realized of, like, I just had that moment, like, of, like you, him, Joe, like, all, all these guys. They're in the gym, like, over here with, I don't know, deadlifting 500. And I'm over here, <laughs> like, squatting 25. You know, it's like, oh, and that's, yeah. well, that's what it feels like. When yeah. you meet someone yeah. that is memorizing scripture, it feels like they're yeah. in the gym pumping the big weights. Yeah. You know? Does, yeah. does that? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And so, and it, like, really does, it kind of encourages you, it really does give you, like, motivation. Like, man, they had to have started somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I can start somewhere. Yeah. So, I think that was probably, like, the... I wish that, like, looking back, there are so many things that's, like, you can only do so many things in so much time, you know, but I would have loved to see, like, our ministry do more scripture memory when we had, but, so, and, but maybe that's just something that we can do moving forward. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, 
first question is why is scripture memory important? So I mean, you got Caleb over here. Caleb's like bumps scripture memory. Like you know, why why do I want that? Mm-hmm. And what would you say, Brent? To why is it important? Oh. <laughs> when you were first saying that, I was like. I was saying like, oh yeah, Caleb like likes Scripture memory. No, he yeah. doesn't. No, <laughs> you really not, or are you? No, no he actually actually, loves it. Okay, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I know, and then I'm, and then when you were saying this, I'm like, oh no, we're role playing no. here, and now I'm picking this <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. So it took me a second. No, you're yeah, to get this. You can so. be someone else if you want to. No, but um, so well, and that, so I would just ask like, what would, what do you think would be some benefits of if you're a Christian? what do you think the benefits of memorizing scripture would be? Um, and so I, w- I would proceed to ask you that question. Mm-hmm. But, and so, um, just you give me like a pseudo response here of like, uh, you're playing, you're role playing, you're like, I don't see many benefits to it. Or I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I can, I have it on my phone, you know, like, why would I devote all my time to, uh, to reading when yeah, I can just pull it my phone or Google it, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. So, um, and it's, I mean, that's true. That is the benefit of having, I mean, there there are benefits to yeah. the age we live in being able to do that. And yeah. so that's really cool. But um, I just think there's something about the way of when you have, memorize scripture it's not something of like if you and I are having a conversation I'm not gonna have to go oh that reminds me of this verse I remember that one time let me look it up oh yeah here's what it says it just kind of kills conversation like if you're in any not that it has to be conversation based but that'd be an example of like if you're wanting to share your faith that'd be one reason Um, logistically yeah yeah yeah, it makes a lot of sense and it just keeps conversation going it doesn't like when you're having to stop and start conversation it it really kind of kills your conversation so yeah it shows you care about it too like it's something that you're thinking about you know you know like I I care about this and I want you to know this yeah yeah absolutely yeah I think just the primary reason I would say this especially just we live in such a world that there's so much consumption of media there's so much consumption of everything we're constantly taking in if you're on your phone for a good while there's just never been an age like this of consuming and so the thing that we ought to want to be consuming would be god's word and um that would just like the thing that i want to be like burying into my brain and in my memory is God's word and the reason being just like when you think about Ephesians 6 is like we're not fighting against flesh and blood you know in this world we're fighting against cosmic powers we're in we're in a battle with Satan we're in a war with him and just Paul tells us to put on the whole armor of God and so we'd be able to withstand and he tells us to take up um, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And so the thing that the offensive weapon that we have to fight back against uh, Satan's lies is the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. And so um, <laughs> this is really kind of corny. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it actually went downhill, which is pretty sad. Did you guys ever watch Bible Man? 
growing yeah. up. <laughs> a Bible I, man. A I Bible forgot about that. Okay, man. and so well, I remember what watching it. I remember watching it. One of my friends, uh, <laughs> we were on our way somewhere for a birthday party, and I'd never seen Bible Man, but I, it was like this battle, and he was like quoting Bible verses to this guy who was like attacking him sure. or whatever, and so, um, and as corny as it was, it just, I. It was when I was young, but it stuck with me. Like, there huh. was just something really significant about the way, like, we'd really, we really... He wasn't in a physical war. He was in a spiritual war, and that's yeah. what we we face. And so, it's just, yeah, it's just easy for us to forget that even, too. Mm-hmm. And so, when we become lackadaisical and even just in those things, it's mm-hmm. easy to not... To be just complacent and not thinking about God's Word. And so... Hmm. Yeah. So, that'd be... Yeah. Right. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so, I mean, I'll just recite some of the things you hit on. So, you said evangelism. Yeah. yeah that's one of them, More or for less, sure. that's one yeah. of them. Uh, personal holiness. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Sure. That's kind of what you're saying of uh, meditating on it. And um, something you mentioned earlier, too, um, in Psalm 119. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, dude, so this is the part so side note scripture memory is like my worst discipline probably and so like i have like i'm undercutting all my um credibility in this but yeah just just to be honest so but psalm 119 is like guard like guarding my heart that that may not sin against you like i've hidden your word in my heart yeah that may not sin against you um and so basically the idea of it helps us fight sin to know mm-hmm. that, like, memorizing scripture can help us um, focus on what's pure and lovely and instead of um, sin, you know? Yep. And I think that's something that's been helpful in my own life of, like, when I used to walk on the quad, I would, like, I would walk around, and, like, you know, you see a girl or whatever, and you, you lust in your heart, and you're like, um, I would tell myself, I used to tell myself, like, oh, yeah, that's, like, I would point it out and say, don't do that, like, that's lust, don't do that. And then there's a certain point where I just stopped doing that, and I started... Um, telling myself, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Hmm. Or, um, I've been crucified with Christ, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And just like, I would say these instead of telling myself, hey, that's lust. And I found Mm -hmm. that so much more helpful. And it would just take me um, to these truths instead of this kind of this blank wall. When you just tell yourself, stop, don't do that. You're, You're at this blank wall and I'm like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's e- it's easier to fight sin when it's not just stop that, stop yeah. that, stop mm-hmm. that. And I just, I mean, I didn't even know that as a, I've seen this as a parent with my kids. It's just like <laughs> you're just telling them, hey, you can't do that, can't do that. And yeah, I, and I, you know, it's like that's not very fun to hear that. Yeah. It's just hard, and it just weighs on you, like for us. And so, for us to think about like being blessed, you know, like mm-hmm. just like blessed are the pure in heart. Like, what does it really mean to be truly? happy you know it's like yeah. that appear in heart that's truly happiness that jesus is telling us and so it's like oh you know like instead of going to lust and thinking this is the thing that's going to make me happy like the thing that's really actually going to make me happy that jesus says is having a pure heart you mm-hmm. know and so yeah and, and so it, it's just yeah and that's where it's it's examples like that all the time of like because those and like those are things like Satan is the one who's he's the tempter he's the deceiver and so when you think about that it's like man he of course like 
Satan is going to tempt you with things like when you're on the quad with lust and things like that. And so for us to have God's word, to go to his truth and know that his word is hmm. true and good, is like, okay, I really can fight back against temptations. And so. Yeah. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton with this. I mean, we could go on for a while. I think there's so many sides to it. I, there's another side is you get a bigger picture, a, a, a more comprehensive picture of God. I think when you just read through a piece of scripture, maybe one thing of God is coming out. But then when you have scripture memorized, it's like all these attributes of God are colliding with each other. Yeah. And you just have a much bigger view of what God's like, a better theology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's just having like a good understanding the defending of your faith of just like that of like where like what do I really believe about what the Bible says like where in the Bible does where in the Bible would I believe this from you yeah. know like um, I've used that to memorize scripture like what do I think about like um, like uh, I think it's it's first Timothy 2 5 it just says there's one God there's one mediator between yeah. God and man and it's Jesus and so um and I just I remember when I was talking with one of my Catholic friends in college just about um, the priestly role within Catholicism. Just he's the, yeah. he's he's in acting as a mediator, yeah. and so um, and so really, it's kind of sad. It's like no, we don't we don't need a mediator as mm-hmm. a priest. We like sure you can confess your sins to a priest it's just like the bible is calling us to confess our sins to one another that we receive forgiveness from one another but Mm. when i'm there's something intrinsically different about when i'm going to god to confess my sins because there's only one mediator who can mediate before god on my behalf so so that was one verse i memorized it was like this is important because there's one mediator so think that so it's things like that i think that was one thing I thought about was like what has and maybe this is getting into one of the other questions mm-hmm. I don't know yeah um, but one of the like the way that I I don't really necessarily just pick a passage per se and be sure. like alright today I'm gonna memorize this you know it's like <laughs> uh, so um, but there's usually something like in it's in some kind of context of why I would uh yeah. why I would want to memorize yeah. that. And I yeah. think that's naturally how we want to learn as well. Just yeah. like when I'm faced with some type of challenge or I'm faced with some type of difficulty or I'm, how do I really think about this or that? And it's like, well, oh, this is what God's word says about that. I want to like, I want to put that in my memory. So when if mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about this again, it's like, yeah, that's right. This is what this says about that. Yeah. And so, um, hmm. Yeah, so that'd be... Yeah. So that, I think that's more so how I've come about doing scripture memory. I think there have been times where I've said, I'm just going to do these verses or whatever. But for the most part, it's not... It's normally not huge, long chunks of text. It's normally just a few verses, and I think that's great. And so I know that there are people who say, like, you should memorize uh, sections of scripture, which I agree with, but... There, it doesn't have to be like this set, like this is how you memorize yes. scripture. Yes. So. And that's the Christian life. Of It's not rules and regulations, mm-hmm. but it's the gospel. Yeah. 
and when you let that sink in and it's like there's the freedom there of like you can there's I don't know there's no rules and that's I think when you're pursuing a discipline that's important to have in your mind of grace it's not a huge goal it's it's not it's just to know God and whatever you need to do to do that yeah and I think I mean I think that too is like if I if my goal to memorize scripture is purely just to memorize a bunch of scripture then it's like that's not that's missing the point Mm -hmm. of scripture memory it's to know God and love him and Mm -hmm. love others so you got a word for us Caleb yeah, it's like, um, like the word of God exists, and you just like scripture memory is like letting the word of God like enter you. You know, it's like letting it mold you and shape you like inside out. And so it's not just like, yeah. um, like you memorizing scripture doesn't like change what scripture says. It's just like, um, it just changes you. Yeah. And so um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the scripture memory is important because it, it changes you. It's a good yeah. segue. I, next question I had was, how has scripture memory impacted your life individually? So and we've yeah. kind of already talked about yeah. this. So we can kind of skip this if you want. Or? Well, I just, I, I mean, really it's the only, I guess the thing I would just add to it is it's been so helpful with, um, I just like the, like Paul and, Romans 12 just Mm -hmm. says like don't be conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and so um, I can't tell you like this is the way necessarily but there is I mean such a way where Paul is pleading with us saying hey don't be like the world transform your mind like there and I think that's R.C. Sproul's big thing with Ligonier ministry like Mm -hmm. it's like it's motto like be transformed by the renewing of your mind and so the way that we renew our mind is like the world is feeding us messages but we need to renew our minds with the message of the bible and so yeah um and so i think that just thinking that way is it's it's molded me in such a way and it's grown roots down in just who i am in christ in my relationship with him and so um yeah, just even on days where it's like, man, I just don't necessarily feel warm to God. I, you know, I don't feel like I've been a great Christian or whatever. It's like I can go back to God's word and find comfort. You know, it's like there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. You mm-hmm. know, and just like just thinking about God's steadfast love for us. There's so many passages about God's steadfast love that He just continues to show. You know, it's like. He is, like, who he is. Like, he is merciful, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. You know, and so... Yeah. So things like that. Just on good days, on bad days, just to be able to have, like, okay, what what does God's word really say about this? And that's just helped mold my mind. And so that doesn't mean I'm anywhere near perfect in mind, you know, or thinking about the world. And But it's helped. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. That's cool. I mean, you just started News Bomb, right? Yep. News Bomb Transportation. Okay. So, so what do you do? Dispatch, right? I, I do dispatch. That's okay. right. I get Ma- to talk with truck drivers. That's awesome. And, uh, that's right. It's do you been, love it? It's been fun. Good. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I enjoy going to work each day. Good. So, yeah. Um, it's a good feeling. Yeah, that is. It's like, when I think about it, you know, it's like, is this my dream job? Yeah. No. You know, but sure. it's like, 
I, it's, but it's an enjoyable job. Good. Like, and it's, uh, it feels like there's real value in doing it. And mm-hmm. So, so it's been good. That's good. So, yeah, it's been, yeah, good overall. Would be okay. So, I'm, which I'm very thankful for. I didn't know what it would be like to transition into the working world. And granted, I've only been in it for you know <laughs> two months. Like sure. into the just you know yeah. kind of normal everyday workflow. Campus outreach is just a different different world. Yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of work. And so sure. Um, doing non-ministry work yes. is just, it's very different than ministry yes. work. So, yeah. but I, I, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Okay. So. And the reason I brought that up is, I mean, between like 7.30 or whenever you do your devotions and like 2.30 in the afternoon, there's a, there's kind of a difference that happens, at least for me, like when I'm, you know, I'm enjoying like spending time reading my Bible and then you know, all of a sudden, like, the day passes, 2.30, or, you know, whatever time in the middle of the afternoon, I start to get mad at a coworker, or, you know, whatever temptation comes up in my, or, like, something, something's happening that's bringing out, and I'm, like, sinning, sinning against someone, and I just think, the, the cool thing is that when you memorize scripture, it just kind of comes up in the other parts of your day, and it's not, like, segmenting your, like, quiet time in the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like this fluid. It's it's starting to seep into other parts of your life. You know, when you're getting mad at your coworker, this comes to mind, or maybe you're binging YouTube or whatever, and this verse comes to mind. And so I I think that's kind of cool to think about. Yeah, but. and I even think I mean it's like it's mad at a coworker today, and I was mad <laughs> at a coworker yesterday. And, yeah, and it's not. I mean, it's not petty things. It's kind of like this. You're just. You should like there sure. are things where it's like, hey, actually, this is, you need to be doing. Sure. Like this is required. Like you're supposed to be doing this thing, but um, it, it was just helpful. Like I was even thinking, like I was upset, but it's just it was something as simple as like, I I don't like I just don't know everything. I especially because I'm new. You know, it's yeah. like I shouldn't necessarily be thinking like this person who's been here for four years, it's like, they yeah. probably know something that I don't, you yeah. know? And so it just, um, it was just helpful to be like, I just don't need to be prideful, you know? And like, there are things that they probably did or do that I just didn't know about yeah. or whatever it might be. Like there's probably, it was kind of cool. Like just even one of my coworkers that is like, we'll ask this person, there's probably, maybe there's something they know that we don't know about. You uh-huh. know? And it was just like, yeah, you're right. And it was just like good perspective, and huh. it wasn't necessarily God's word, but there, it was like the truth of God's word, and like just whoever thinks he stand, you know, take heed lest he fall. You know, it's just uh-huh. it's talking about just it's just talking about pride, and so it was like for me in that moment, you know, it was like okay, you know, whoever thinks he stands, take heed, you know, yeah, lest you kind of fall on your own huh. pride, and so. Just like thinking, like I could have gone to that coworker and been like, "Hey, dummy! Like you didn't do this right, you know." And it's he ended up emailing me back, yeah. And uh, it was a lot. And the problem was, it was not really any of our faults. It was actually our computer system that had hmm. entered wrong code in for us. Really? Yeah, just in which it shouldn't have, but it did. And so, anyways, it's not a big deal. But it was just one of those things where it's like, if I would have gone to him and been like, "Hey," dummy you know like you screwed this up and you're gonna cost the company money it was kind of like no he actually didn't screw that up either like he entered into our system like we always do yeah and the kind of the coding however it spat it out wrong for some reason and so 
Huh. Um, but anyway, so something like that, it was just helpful to think about how God's word even relates to that. It's just like, I just, you know, don't need to know. Yeah, that's cool. Can't, don't need to act like I know everything. So, so I guess um, at this point, I'm sold. Like, you know, I want to, like, I, you know, Caleb over here is like, I want to memorize scripture. Over here, <laughs> second ago, he was like, I'm done. I'm about to go get ice cream, hang with the boys, forget scripture memory. Yep. And um, now you convinced him. And he's asking how... And also, like, what's some good verses? Like, where do I start? And so, how do I memorize scripture? And like, where do I where do I go? Why don't you start? So, like, practicals for um, memorizing scripture. So, what I do um, is just like when you're reading the Bible, you know, and you find you come across one that just kind of sticks out to you. You know, you underline it, you write it out on an index card. You know, you write the the verse on one side, and then you write the. Um, what's it called, the citation? Reference. The reference, On yeah. the other side. Citation. Yep. And then um, you put that in a box of index cards, and then um, you just keep that box, and you go through it daily. And so, like, whenever you think about Scripture, you just, like, all the time, like, that day, you know, it's like in the shower, like, you're thinking about um, Romans 3.10 or, you know, whatever. Like, right now I'm uh, memorizing the Gospel Grid. Uh, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. it's like, um, good job, room leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, no, that's good. Great. So, um, I think the, the biggest thing that I would say is kind of like what you're saying is you like being able to go back to it daily. Um, and it, if you really think about it daily, it's like, oh, that, that sounds pretty daunting because I remember like um, talking Zach Rogers when he first set up his. <laughs> yeah. If he missed a day, well, it's like, well, now it's Tuesday and I didn't do Monday's scripture memory. Yeah. So now I got to do Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh-huh. And now four days has gone by, so I got to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so I would just set up some type of review system. Yeah. So whenever, like, for me, I haven't done scripture memory in a handful of months because yeah. I've been trying to do the reading through the Bible quickly. And so yeah. um, so when I'm spending time with God in the morning, it just hasn't been one of my disciplines. And um, But the way I've set it up is so now if I were to even just pick it up one day out of the week, yeah, I still have a system to be able to get, okay, I can go and I can review these and a few more or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but I, okay, I get all that saying scripture memory is good, but we're forgetful people. Yeah. We can memorize memorize something yeah. only to really forget it later on. Yeah. And if we're not refreshing ourselves, it'll uh hmm. it'll it'll escape us. Yeah. And so it's true. I think so and, and that's I think the hopefully just I I've that's why I've set it up even for myself, is to feel the freedom to be like, Okay, if I miss a day, it's okay. I can just, like, I don't have, like, this set thing. It's like, okay, this, it takes scripture memory from being a chore and a habit, like, basically more of a chore, to just something that becomes actually enjoyable. Like, I can just go back to it and do it as I want. You know, I don't have to Hmm. um, do a certain amount of verses a day or anything. So That's cool. um, But, good question, why... 
you use index cards, and I do as well. Yes. Why would you, you know, there are scripture memory apps on your phone. Yeah. Right? Why would you? Why yeah. would you do? Why do you do index cards as opposed to a scripture memory? Do index memory cards. App? Well, I do index cards. Um, my first SMP, um, I would carry an index card with me, and I would um, have it with me all the time. Like so when you're could, at work. Yeah, when I'm at work, and I put it in my pocket, and I'd like, um, you know, look at one side, look at the other side, and I'd do that all day, like. Just to have Let's it go. through the whole That's day, up. like at Dollywood, you know, too. you're like shooting yeah. baskets, and you're like, "Oh, what's Isaiah sixty four six? You know, and oh, you're like, you out. worked in a three point five test too, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, really? I did dipping yeah. dots. That's crazy. Right near the dipping nuts stand up yeah. there, and I look across, and the three point shootout was right across from me. So where were you at? I was at the dipping nuts uh, on the Wildwood Grove side. Oh, so, okay. or the, the the very north side of park, and so I'd see Ben Turner sweating it up, and I was, oh, I was yeah. in the air conditioned oh, dipping yeah, dots, eating dipping so, dots. Wow. That was right next to the stand that was like the water cannon game. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's a girl from Tennessee Tech that year, and she would give me dipping dots like pretty regularly <laughs> at work, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dude, I'm best. sweating out here, and she's like, "Do you want some ice cream?" I'm like, "Yes, that's please. the one thing I want." Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, you would take it with you wherever you went. Right? Yeah, and so it's like, um, sorry, I'm forgetting. Where were you? But like, why, yeah, so why oppose, why a card opposed to your phone? And oh, yeah, yes. or n- tattooing it on your butt or something. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about that instead of index cards. Yeah, I mean, an index card is like, you can compile them. It's like, if you don't throw it away, you can keep it, and then it's like, you have that forever, you know? It's like you have it in your box, you have it in your treasure chest or whatever, and it's like, because yeah. then at some point you're going to forget it, probably, you know, like in the future, and then it's like you can go back and look at it again. Yeah. I just don't want to be on my phone any more than I have to. Too. It's like <laughs> it's uh, a good thing. Yeah, and well, like if I'm trying to sit and do scripture memory, the thing I'm not trying to do is see a notification from yeah. a text or a group me message or a Facebook message or something, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's like... Squirrel, you know, like, I'm going to get right off track and yeah. not do scripture memory. I'm going to go look, check that Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. So, um, that's one reason. And I think that just, just the physicalness of actually having it in front of you is really nice. Just kind of like you're saying, compiling them is like, it's kind of cool, like, for me to look back and be like, man, I have, like, I've memorized quite a few verses. And, you know, you could look, I'm sure you could look at that in an app, but there's something about actually having it in front of you yeah it's different so yeah i really enjoyed that yeah so i know people that do it by song too of like they'll just um play their guitar take take a verse out for the day and then just play that verse to sing it guitar or i don't know there's a lot of different ways you can get it in you um Yeah, I'm know. laughing at Why? I'm laughing at one of my friends Mallory when uh-huh. we were in college she created a song to Psalm 4 uh, Psalm 5 4 through 6 okay that's and like the death like the yeah he'll, he hates those who yeah people do yeah, so, yeah but it's like it was so funny it was like kind of pretty for the first like two verses <laughs> and then the last one is like and you destroyed the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. It was, <laughs> kind of, it was just kind of like, it was just so funny in the uh-huh. first. Year. So, but and that was it was kind of cool. Like that's yeah. one of the songs that I've memorized, like the verses I memorized because yeah. my friend made a song to it. Yeah, so that's cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. Th- I think there's there's a ton of different ways. I mean, you could some people like calligraphy, writing out stuff and writing it over again. I don't know. So. 
But I yeah. So I think the next question is just like, where would I start? Yeah, exactly. Is, That's what I'm thinking. Um, I would just kind of go with like what what's going on in your life right now. Like, what would be promises of God that you could like really sit and think about? Like, um. So like for me, like there is I'm thinking about my life and I guess I haven't really thought about it a ton, but something that I've thought about is just like, what am I going to do for a career? I would, and just even to be able to, you know, provide well for my family and not kind of live paycheck to paycheck. It's kind of like, man, I, it'd be nice to make a little bit more money than Uh what I'm making right now. And, um, but just, just even the thinking like, I've memorized, you know, Philippians 4. There's so many things in Philippians 4 where it's like, my God will provide every need of yours according to his riches and glory. Or like, or Hebrews 13, you know, it's like, keep your life free from the love of money. You know, it's like, for it is written, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Um, so, they're just like, ton, like, I was just even thinking about my situation or like, when Paul is like, I know how to be brought low I know how to be yeah. I know how to abound I know how to be in need and so it's like and I've learned to be content in all circumstances mm-hmm. and so thinking right now it's like am I making a lot of money right now no and you know that's okay like God yep. has God is with me he's promised that he'll be with me yeah. and that's like that's a promise of God that he'll yeah. be with me and so that'd be where I would start is just mm-hmm. like what what are some things in life that like you're tempted to not disbelieve God on and yeah um, and then just and then, I, like Psalms are really good. They're full of they're full yeah. of theology too, yeah. and they're full of uh, real beauty too. Yeah. But I think and they pertain to life a lot. Yeah, emotions. So, yep, emotions, yeah. life. So Psalms are great. Huh. Um, I know John Piper would probably tell you you need to memorize Romans eight. 28 and 32 yeah he would would say all of romans yeah memorize memorize all of romans (laughs) but just yeah i think he has so yeah probably (laughs) so um just yeah what i i would say just things that you it's like man i need to hold on to this so that's good yeah yeah that's sweet okay um i don't really have much else do you guys got anything else you want to say before i wrap it up no this is this has been fun. Yeah. So I, yeah. it's cool to be able to, I mean, it's just, I'm sure you're kind of the same way maybe, but yeah. just being at work and for me, especially it's kind of like I do. It's like a work, come home with family, sleep, work, come home with I family, know. sleep. And so, and, um, so it's just, it's harder to be able to spend time with friends yeah. and have good fellowship. So this has been really sweet. Cool. Yeah. So I'm, thank you for inviting me to come and talk. And yeah. I felt honored. Oh, so. good. I mean, I'm honored for you to be here. I mean, you've made an impact on my life and our lives. I mean, I'm not trying to pump no. it up a little no. bit. It's, yeah, true. No, it's, true. Yeah. it's just a fact. And I mean, pray, you have. Yeah, praise God that I got to have an impact on the people's, like, your guys' lives and the people's mm-hmm. lives here at Illinois State. Yeah. It's cool. Like, yeah. God... God uses yeah. very imperfect people. Yeah. So. And one day Owen will be like, Dad, who's that? That's Son? Okay. Well, I, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I that guy to Christ after he was, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, but. Yep. Owen and Lucy, they'll learn real quick that Dad is not Jesus. That's yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So. That's the beauty about being a, a father problem. I mean, it's like they realize your sin, but then they see, like, 
you pursuing holiness and mm-hmm. the sweet thing. Yeah. I just I think even Bob said that last week is like yep. the sooner your kids can learn that you are not their savior yeah. is the yep. better for them and it was just so freeing cuz I just I mean I failed my kids already so many times and just gotten angry with them over things it's just not right to be angry about <laughs> and just impatient and so it's just kind of like gosh this I want to be a better dad but this is ultimately pointing my kids to tell them dad is not the one yeah. who's gonna he's not the one to save you you know it's yeah. like you need Jesus and dad is not him and yeah. So, yeah and I need him like and it's yeah. kind of cool like my kids are gonna be able to actually see like I, I'm gonna I'm sure multiple times I'm gonna be able to go to my kids and say you know it's like this is why dad needs Jesus you know it's like I need him a lot because huh. yep. I'm a sinner and yeah. so it's like as sad as that's gonna be like I'm not pumped to you know go and for my kids to see me be a poor dad or just fail in certain things or whatever but yeah. it is gonna be at the same time good for them to see just what does it look like to live yeah in the I am a Christian but I'm not perfect yeah yep. and so yeah. and point them to the one who they really need hmm. so it's the best thing you can do for them I remember growing up, my dad, he got really mad on a car trip once, and he, he's changing this radio station, he clicks the button so hard, he breaks the button on the car, yeah. and so the rest of the time he drove that, I would look at that, and it's like, man, we're not going to make dad angry again, <laughs> and it's just, I mean, it just brought so much humanity of his sinfulness, and yeah. really profound moment in my life, um, just think back on, so I'm great, yeah, that you do that for your kids. Um, Cool. Well, I don't really have, yeah. In summary, memorize scripture, uh, make it delight and not a duty, I'd say. Take it by grace. Don't have to memorize the whole book. Just start small and pick some verses out relevant to your life and go for it. And review them. That yeah. would be helpful. And review yep. them. Cool. Well, at the end of every episode, uh, all side note, send in your questions, uh, things that you want to know. Um, let me know if you have any podcast ideas. Um, yeah, thanks again for being on. At the end of every episode, we like to say, and that's how you trust God, bro. So I'm going to count us down. I'm going to say, okay? And, and that's, that's how you trust God, bro. God, bro.